Many are feared dead as a foot over bridge collapses at the Allahabad railway station on a day crores of devotees take a dip at the Mahakum. As questions remain on how and when Afzal Guru's family was informed, Omar Abdullah says it's tragic they couldn't meet him before the execution and warns of a long-term impact on the Kashmiri psyche. The Verma Commission might recommend changes to the law and enforcement, but an alarming human rights report suggests child sexual abuse is shrouded in secret within families. A record-breaking blizzard and over three feet of snow in less than 24 hours leaves nearly 600,000 people without power and several thousand flights cancelled all over America's northeast. Good evening and welcome. We begin our bulletin with news just coming in from Allahabad. Today was a day where crores and crores of devotees took a dip at the Ganga, at the Sangam, at the Mahakum. One of the most auspicious days, we believe that there were nearly uh, four and a half crore devotees who actually took that dip between last night and this morning. As many of them were trying to make their way back home at the Allahabad railway station, a foot over bridge collapsed and uh, several are feared dead. My colleague Anand Zanane now joins me from that railway station. Uh, for more information. Anand, this has just happened. What are you hearing? What's actually happening there? Well, Maya, I just saw uh, close to 10 dead bodies with my own eyes. These were people uh, who were still lying unattended on the platform five. And uh, this essentially happened almost two hours ago, but the news only traveled to us a few minutes back. And what we are being told by the relatives of those people who have been injured and who died in this stampede that there was apparently a large charge to control the crowds at the railway station. And uh, as you've been pointing out that there are close to 4.5 crore people who've come for the Kumbh. And crowd management is perhaps the biggest challenge for the district administration. So, so far the breaking news that's coming in is that at least 10 people are dead. There were others who were battling for survival in front of my eyes. Uh, a little barely six to seven years old. And, uh, I mean, indeed, a very tragic end to a, to, a, to, a, to a situation like this to these people who had come from across the country for the Holy Day and who have now died as a result of this stampede at the railway station. Right, Maya? right. Anand, uh, as we were saying, today is one of the most auspicious days of the Kum. Uh, authorities really stretched over there to organize uh, the, the crowds better, to provide security for them. But uh, something that perhaps, you know, when there are so many people gathered together in a public space, uh, couldn't have been avoided with this accident. Uh, what exactly happened in terms of uh, the collapse of the footbridge? Well, Maya, I'm sorry, uh, I couldn't hear you properly, but I'll just try and give you a sense of what really happened. Initially, there were reports of uh, some kind of a foot-over bridge connecting platform portion of that collapsing, but that's not true. That didn't happen. I've said with my own eyes. What essentially could have happened is that they released a large number of people to board this particular train that was parked on platform number five and as a result of this sudden influx of people coming in unregulated there could have been a stampede like situation now the relatives claim that they were largely charged by the policemen but the police obviously denying that fact and saying that uh, there was no lucky charge. They must have been just wielding the stick and not really charging people to just kind of regulate the flow of the crowd. But uh, obviously, whatever has happened has resulted in the death of at least 10 people and injured.
several others as well. And uh, while we were there, uh, it's rather unfortunate to see that there was just one doctor that I could see trying to help some of the patients, some of the, those people who had sustained injuries, who were basically, you know, feeling a lot of breathlessness over there because of the claustrophobia that must have happened because of the stampede-like situation. So uh, there were others who were trying to battle for survival, but they weren't, you know, lifted up from there on stretchers and taken into ambulances. They had been lying there for almost two hours. So why this delay in response of authorities is obviously something that will be questioned later on as well. But even right when we were standing over there trying to record our pieces for news, there were people trying to battle for survival over there. Right, Anand, give us a sense. Are things under control now? Things are under control. They've regulated the traffic of crowds which was heading towards that particular uh, platform. But uh, yes, obviously, there's still quite a few people out here at the railway stations. And, uh, you know, obviously, the relatives are extremely angry about what has happened. So managing that would be a challenge for the authorities here. But yes, they have managed to control the flow of crowds leading to the site of the incident. It is actually a staircase of the footover bridge. So that's where both of the bodies are lying. And uh, they are trying to ensure that there is no more uh, entry of people in that part of the railway station. And also, uh, they have ensured that many more people who are actually coming towards the railway station are either diverted to some other route to prolong their travel from wherever they are to the railway station. So let's see whether that really works for the authorities over here or not. Maya? Right, Anand Zanani, thanks very much. As you are saying right now, the situation is under control. Uh, uh, several have been uh, feared dead, though at least 10 people you can confirm uh, in uh, uh, the Allahabad railway station when a foot over bridge uh, collapsed or uh, passengers possibly rushed towards uh, a train that had collected on the platform uh, all at one time. Let's not uh, forget that today is one of the busiest days at that Mahakum that's taking place in Allahabad, the day of the Mauni Amavasya, uh, this, uh, where many people go to uh, cleanse their sins in silence at the Ganga, taking a holy dip. According to organizers, uh, at least four, four and a half crore people were reported to have taken that dip between 10 p.m. last night and 2 p.m. this afternoon, making it one of the busiest days and most auspicious, as we said, at the Mahakum. Uh, a major challenge, of course, for organizers and for security personnel. We'll come back to Anant later for updates. But for the moment, things under control there. Well, let's move on now to the latest in the aftermath of the hanging of Afzal Guru. The Jammu and Kashmir Chief Minister Omar Abdullah has hit out strongly against the execution. Accused, uh, Guru was accused of conspiring to attack and sheltering terrorists involved in the strike on Parliament on December 13, 2001. Omar Abdullah has said the execution will have long-term implications on the psyche of the Kashmiri public. He's accused the government of inhumanity and haste in not allowing Abdul Guru's family to meet him one last time before he was hanged. Abdullah has clarified he had no role in signing Guru's death warrant in spite of political rivals suggesting otherwise. His case was controversial given at least three others accused of similar charges were either acquitted or given lighter sentences. And Guru's mercy plea tossed around since 
2005 when the Supreme Court upheld a death sentence against him. It was finally rejected on the 3rd of February. The execution carried out less than a week later. Nazir Masoodi spoke to the Chief Minister. After Abzal Guru's execution, the focus has now shifted to its impact on the ground in Kashmir. Jammu and Kashmir government has sensed trouble and has imposed curfew across the valley. I am joined by Chief Minister Umar Abdullah. Mr. Umar Abdullah, once you were told about Abzal's ex execution that uh, he will be hanged, the first thing the government has did here was to impose curfew. Were you sensing trouble and what, according to you, would be the implications of Abzal's execution on Kashmir, its politics and security? There are, uh, I think, uh, two ways in which this has to be looked. One is obviously the short-term uh, implications. The other are the uh, wider, long-term ones. In the short term, yes, uh, we were anticipating uh, some amount of trouble. Uh, we weren't sure how much trouble uh, to anticipate, uh, given uh, the disturbances that we had a few years ago. Uh, we didn't want to take any chances. And therefore, uh, when we were informed of uh, the execution uh, the night before, uh, we immediately uh, put into place a plan of action. We had actually uh, mentally prepared ourselves for this because with the execution of Ajmal Kasab, uh, we realized that there was a distinct possibility that Afzal Guru would also be executed. And though uh, we had no definite indication of this, uh, we had begun amongst ourselves talking about the possibility of preparing for it. Uh, and I had asked the uh, security establishment to have uh, an SOP prepared in the eventuality of uh, something like this arising, which is what we implemented. But what, according to you, would be... It is as far as the, the long-term... See, I think I'm more the short-term implications we will deal with. Obviously, the short-term implications are security-related. They're related to the law and order situation. They're related to disturbances. The long-term implications are far more worrying because those are related to the psyche of the people of Kashmir. They're related to the psyche of a new generation of Kashmiris that may perhaps not identify with Makbul Bhatt but will identify with Afzal Guru. Please understand, there is a generation of Kashmiris, more than one generation of young Kashmiris, that have come to see themselves as victims, that have come to see themselves as a category of people that will not receive justice. And whether you like it or not, the execution of Afzal Guru has just reinforced that point, that there is no justice for them. Uh, and that, to my mind, is far more disturbing and far more worrying than uh, the short-term implications on the security front. How uh, we will be able to uh, address or correct that sense of injustice, uh, that sense of alienation, uh, is, is a question I don't yet have answers to. But, but isn't it very much worrying, Chief Minister of the State, saying the kind of implications it is going to have on the psyche of the youngsters this Abdul Guru's execution. You were told, you, according to you, you were informed about the execution just a night before the actual execution. Don't you think, since you are part of the UPA, you are the chief minister, that Delhi doesn't take the leadership of the state into confidence That's on very, true. very, very crucial issues? That's not true. I mean, uh, 
the 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 fact is that uh, as it was explained to me all legal uh, options had been exhausted uh, i think it would have been much worse if uh, we had switched on the tv in the morning and heard about afzal guru's execution uh, by via television uh, we were given uh, uh, time to prepare for it but uh, beyond that that's it you you try to distance yourself from the decision government of india has made uh, with regard to abzal's execution and said it was unlike 1984's execution of maqbul bat what message you actually want to send no message i am stating a fact because uh, it is also true uh, that uh, there are people here who would like to pin this execution on me uh, i have political rivals in the state who uh, Uh, would like nothing more uh, than to hold me responsible for this whereas in this uh, my only uh, job or my only duty was to deal with the fallout uh, like it or not i had no say in this execution uh, it would have been a different matter if this warrant of execution had come to me for signature then i would have had uh, a role to play in deciding whether the execution should go ahead or not Uh, but i didn't and and uh, like it or not those are the facts uh, i mean you see the uh, statement of the uh, principal opposition party here uh, it was as if uh, i was responsible for the execution but but on this saying that you may distance yourself from the center's decision you are part of the upa dr farooq abdullah your father is the union minister look your your what they say your, what they say is that it was a collective decision you are working on the assumption that these sort of decisions are taken with the entire cabinet taken into confidence you know from the execution of ajmal kasab that that is not true that it is only a handful of people that are informed about this the entire cabinet is not informed the entire political establishment is not informed all allies are not told told some decisions uh, like it or not Uh, have to be taken with a very limited uh, sort of uh, group of people so don't for a moment uh, kid yourself that this sort of decision would have been discussed in the in the wider cabinet with with all the upa allies or the coordination committee would have been called for that it doesn't happen that way um, mr omar well there's a perception in the valley that um, abdul guru didn't get a fair trial and the trial was flawed and he should not have been hanged and it is going to further alienate people here but on the other side there is a completely opposite view in the rest of the country why do you stand as chief minister i think there are enough voices in the rest of the country also who believe that the judicial process in this matter was flawed uh, the judgment of the supreme court uh, has used words that become difficult to uh, to explain uh, how do you explain when the judgment itself says that there is strong circumstantial evidence i have never known circumstantial evidence to be the basis of a death sentence because circumstantial evidence by its nature is i mean you are using the word circumstantial not categorical evidence so that obviously is is no no let me let me finish that of course is 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 a, is i mean it's a it's something that we will always have uh, to keep it uh, keep uh, ourselves aware of the second is where the judgment talks about satisfying the collective conscience of uh, of society you don't hang somebody to satisfy the collective conscience you satisfy somebody because his hanging satisfies all the legal requirements not societal requirements you cannot hang people because society demands it you hang somebody because the law demands it 
And in this, if it's only circumstantial evidence, mm -hmm. then obviously uh, there will be people who will have doubts and you can't blame them for it. The other aspect, which obviously the government of India is going to ha look, have to look at very seriously, is the way in which death row inmates are leapfrogging others. Uh, there are others who have been on death row for... Exactly. Well, let, me, let me finish, Nazir. There are others who have been on death row for much longer. Now, I understand that you have implicated Afzal Guru in the attack on parliament, and you say that parliament is a symbol of democracy. Understood. No argument with that. Is a chief minister of a state not a symbol of democracy? The sitting chief minister of Punjab is assassinated. You have somebody implicated in that assassination for whom a death sentence has been pronounced, and nothing is happening. Look, I am not now uh, calling for uh, a review of this entire thing, but if you want to protect yourself from this argument, that this was a political decision and not a legal decision, then please understand there are others on death row who are also implicated for attacks against democracy. Is a former prime minister not a symbol of democracy? Of course he is. So, so exactly. So there are Rajiv Gandhi's assassins who are on death row. So I think these are questions that, in due course, we will have to answer. Otherwise, the point I made right in the beginning about this uh, execution affecting the psyche of the people of Kashmir, particularly a new generation of Kashmiris, you will never be able to answer those questions. Very, very serious remarks from Chief Minister, but Umar Abdullah, now you said, even the family say they have jumped the line. He was down in the... Well, on the, on the family front, forget as a politician, forget as a chief minister, as a human being, I cannot reconcile myself to the fact that he was not allowed to see his family before he was killed or before he was executed. Uh, that, to my mind, uh, is on a human level one of the biggest tragedies of this execution. In today's day and age, given the known lack of reliability of the postal system, mm -hmm. if we are going to inform somebody's family by post that their family, that, that, uh, their family member is due to be executed, mm -hmm. I think there is something seriously wrong uh, with but, our but, system. But the family even says even they have not got even that letter. I m talked to that family this morning. I don't know, which is what I'm saying. I mean, if you but, but you are the chief minister. Do you know they have received the letter or they? I have don't know because look again. I come back to that point. We are not the uh, mediums for this execution. We are. Our job is like it or not to deal with the fallout of the execution. Uh, we are not the transmitters of messages. Uh, it is not as if the state government is, is tasked to inform the family. If it was, I would make damn sure that the family was informed in time. And look, if secrecy is the issue, come on, we've kept much bigger things secret. I mean, this is a country that kept the nuclear test secret. This is a country that till today has not published the name of the Delhi gang rape victim because we understand uh, the need for, for privacy and secrecy. I'm sure if we had wanted we could have kept the secrecy of the family's movement so that at least, if nothing else, Afzal Guru had been able to meet his loved ones before his execution. And for, to, to my mind, that really is one of the biggest tragedies of this execution. Leave the legal side of it out. Leave the political side of it out. I'm not going to argue with those. As a human being, I find it very difficult to reconcile myself to the fact that we executed a man and he wasn't able to see his family before that execution.
Well, certainly strong words from Omar Abdullah, the Jammu and Kashmir Chief Minister there. Should the family of Abzal Guru have been given a chance to meet him at Delhi's Tihar jail before he was hanged to death? Should the government have informed the family in advance about the execution? A day after Mohammed Abzal Guru convicted in the parliament attack case was executed by hanging and buried inside Tihar jail, Alok Pandey runs us through prison guidelines and procedure. At Afzal Guru's residence in Jammu and Kashmir's Sopo region, there is anger over what the family members say was a deliberate attempt by the government to prevent one last meeting before Guru, convicted for his role in the parliament attack case of 2001, was hanged at Delhi's Tihar prison on Saturday morning. The hanging took place five days after President Pranab Mukherjee rejected his mercy petition and an execution order was signed on the 4th of February. The government has claimed a letter was sent by Tihar jail authorities to Afzal Guru's family but it's a claim denied by Afzal Guru's relatives. I'm sorry, it's a plain lie. We did not get any letter. If they have sent us any letter, please show us their sips. This is the only thing that we want right now. How did you get to know about We got to know it through media. According to a model prison manual in force since 2003, families of prisoners whose execution has been finalized have to be informed by the superintendent of their jails. It is vague on whether the family must be told a date and time of execution. The Tihar Jail Administration, where Afzal Guru was lodged, claims they sent a letter by speed post to Afzal's family on the evening of February 6. Ordinarily, speed post takes two working days to Srinagar, perhaps even longer to Sopor, where Guru's family lives. It's a letter Afzal's family says they never received. The Home Ministry says the Jammu and Kashmir police have confirmed just the opposite. According to the prison manual, relatives of prisoners are not allowed to attend the execution, but can be granted permission to perform the last rites on the body. Afzal Guru's family has now written to the Tihar Jail Administration asking for permission to perform these rites on Guru's body, which was buried at Tihar after the hanging. In the end, even if law and procedure were duly followed, with the facts as they are, perhaps the only question that remains unanswered is why Afzal Guru's family was not given time to visit him one last time before the execution. With Nazir Masoodi in Srinagar, in Delhi, Alok Pandey, NDTV. Well, stay tuned to NDTV for all the latest news updates and headlines.